welcome back to the podcast called Tell the World, and we're back this weekend. I'm your host. How you guys doing this evening? Howdy. We're back. Yeah, we got two mics today. Well, we got two Tyler mics. and I are about to kiss here, but two we'll make it work tonight. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty close. I'm not uncomfortable. I'm, yeah, I'm, not I'm pretty comfortable. I, I think we can get closer if we want to. <laughs> close <Anyways>. enough. <laughs> welcome back to the show, uh, Tell the World podcast. Mr. Otha Barnes, you want to take it away? Okay, guys, I'm back, and uh, we're here to do another show again. Um, last weekend, we had our first show together, so this is going to be our second show. So I'm glad that we're doing this again on this platform right here. So let's jump into some topics. Yeah, you want you want to hit it with the weather? Yeah, Man, how the, was the weather the, today? The weather is gloomy, cold. Mm -hmm. I had on my coveralls. It's pretty cold this morning. <laughs> It was rainy. Yeah. You have to have an entire like wardrobe change mid midday. Mm -hmm. Around eleven AM gotta take everything put on off. We go from eighty down to what, fifty? Forty seven when I left the house this morning. Yeah, it's just weird. And like, I can do cold weather. You know? Like but once it's warm for so long then you get used to warm and then it gets cold and you're like, Oh shit, you know, I gotta adjust to the cold. Anyways, we're, we're what back. are some of the topics that we have today? What do you want to talk about? Hey, uh, uh, we did have one topic early. Was it a commercial topic? Um, <laughs> oh, commercial time. Right. You know, I don't think it. You know, I think we might as well just get out of the way now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a message from our sponsors. All right, um, today's sponsor. Um, everyone's familiar with the Red Solo Cup. You know, Red Solo Cup. Fill me up. Um, but today's sponsor is Blue Solo Cup. Um, it's a new innovative cup design, um, trademark blue. Uh, it's one of a kind, really. I think it. it, it <laughs> I think it's it's innovative and. Yeah. I like the color blue better. Yeah. yeah, blue solo cup all the way, man. Absolutely. Um, so thank you, Blue Solo Cup, uh, for sponsoring today's video. Thanks for the twenty dollars. Yes. It was, <laughs> we're practically. Ready. Look, today we were talking about Elon's uh, Musk, um, the rocket launcher. Yeah. He had this, oh, uh, the the Starship, yeah. bro! I, it exploded. I haven't seen any videos, yeah. but I read some yeah. some articles, man. You know, when uh, Elon Musk first started SpaceX, a lot of their first couple of rockets actually exploded. Compared to NASA, a rocket would go up in SpaceX, it would explode, and then be like, okay, we got to tweak this a little bit, and then they would shoot it up again, and it explode, and then they'd be like, okay, we got to tweak this a little bit. And then they finally landed on, I guess, the right setup for a planet interplanetary space rocket. Yeah, so the company, you said they had three launches that were failure. Um, and it came down to the point where Elon was given cards that were, he either had enough money to start up Tesla or um, SpaceX. Um, and just enough money to launch one more and if it failed he would have to give up on spacex but luckily he's able obviously <laughs> to, uh, he's mm. succeeded with that fourth launch um it was either four or five um and yeah he, he he succeeded and i think anyone have you guys heard of tesla this new company yeah elon musk really really blew up back in like 2010 the how close he was to failure is actually pretty impressive yeah. where he's at today i think he's the richest man on the planet Maybe right number now number two well I, it bounces the, back and forth when tesla stock was at like its all-time highs i think he was the richest man on the planet but since the market's been in a downturn um i think his net worth has dropped 
Um, I would have to see. I would, let me let me look up who the richest man currently is on the planet. Elon Musk is up there. I mean, he's got to be top three. I think he's number two. Some dude in China or. And I wonder how much uh, it costs just to fuck up an explosion. I mean, well, a rocket explosion. One of those rockets probably costs them. I mean, ballpark anywhere from ten to thirty million. I know they have the Falcon 9 um, down to about 60 million per launch, which is incredible because to launch a space shuttle is billions. So we're talking a dramatic uh, decrease in price. They've got a lot of uh, government contracts now as well. Oh, yeah. That's the way to make it these days is if you can get in contracts with the government, it's you're set. They definitely have a lot of money to spend. Yeah. Defense uh, contractors, you know. They, NASA has contracts with SpaceX. Um, they just sent a rocket up to the space station to do a resupply mission. Yep, the yeah resupply missions. You used to see a lot of those back home, uh, and it was really cool when Bob and Doug, the first humans to launch since 2011, which is the last uh, shuttle launch to Atlantis. Um, I mean, we saw people, hundreds of thousands of people came to Cocoa Beach, Port Canaveral, Titusville, Florida, and just watching i was lucky enough to be on my boat as close as we can get and that was incredible to see humans launch from u.s soil again right i was reading here they got uh, all this engulfing the area and sending debris flying yeah palm trees from the, the rocket when it, it exploded and it came back to earth oh god <laughs> could you imagine making an insurance uh claim about that like yeah elon, one of elon musk rocket just exploded midair yeah. and uh completely totaled That's my car do you guys cover uh spacex ship it's exploding <laughs> you guys cover that it happened in, I think, the 90s or maybe early 2000s, a ULA, United Launch Alliance rocket, blew up about 3,000 feet, and they had a little bunkhouse, and the rocket came down, and people parked their cars, and obviously destroyed it, their cars and all that, and wow. they called the insurance company, they wouldn't believe them, but yeah, rocket blew up your car <laughs> dude i watched a video where uh like back in the 70s or 80s there was a like massive whale washed up on the beach of washington mm-hmm. and they didn't know what to do or how to get it it was like way too heavy for cranes and lifts and all that shit so anyways someone came up with the genius idea of stuffing it with tnt <laughs> <laughs> it exploded literally massive like fucking chunks of just whales started flying everywhere hitting bystanders hitting cars it, it hurt some people yeah definitely bro definitely you like go to the hospital and they're like yeah, what are you in for today and you just giant whale chunks in their face <laughs> Bro- broke your face that video is iconic yeah i love that anyways i was looking up the uh, statistics and bernard arnold he is currently the richest man elon musk is number two oh. wow yeah what's their worth with um i want to say arnold that's the uh isn't that the f1 driving company is that arnold um I can look it. I can look up. See what it is real quick. It's not really telling me what he does. Jeff Bezos. Um, have you seen the uh, South Park where they make fun of Bezos? I have. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> he's got like a giant brain, <laughs> and he's just like he ceases communicating through his mouth and just telepathically whatever they call. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he is. A French business magnate, investor, and art collector. He's the founder and chairman of a 
a chief executive officer of LMH, LVMH something in French. I uh, can't really you know, say it, but he's got a 20, 240 billion net worth. Um, he is from France. I already mentioned that. Um, is he from France? Yes, he, he, he's actually from France. <laughs> Dude, wow. I want to say I want to say he 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 does own that that car company. If you guys watch F one at all, right. yeah, they Arnold is definitely one of the uh, one of the racing companies in wow. F one. They're pretty trash, but it, they're <laughs> still there. It costs millions to make an F one car, dude, and to maintain it. Yeah, maintenance and all that. I like watching F1. It's it's kind of cool. I think it's better than NASCAR. Yeah. But some crazy stuff happens in NASCAR, too. So these guys just got money to just burn, like, just test out. Billions. Billions to burn, just test out. They go through, like, every year they build up a car from scratch. They try to make the fastest car. And it reflects on the track, and you know, like it seems like one or two teams each year dominate. So Mercedes had a pretty dominant car for the last five years, but then Red Bull came out with a really fast car and started beating them. And yeah, it's a it's a fun little sport to follow. Uh, I don't follow it religiously, but I like to watch it. And Speak- you know, Google Google does that too. Like they come up with a lot of technology and just push it out there and. I don't know if it's tried before you buy. Do they actually sell the things that they invent? Oh, the beta. They beta test things. Yeah, okay. a lot okay. of tech companies beta test. Yeah. Um, I want to say Google makes the majority of its yeah. profit from uh, advertising. Google does it, man. Google definitely did, does it. Did you guys hear about, uh, you know how when Google Maps came out, like back in 2005? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so apparently this team of German engineers and coding nerds uh, created a similar, exact similar type of Google Maps program, and they actually had it first. Yeah. And then Google came out with the same type of program, and they looked at both the source code, and it was like copy for copy from these German coding engineers. So it's almost like, you know, Google back in the 90s was trying to, uh, I think they were trying to stay ahead, but yeah. some of that stuff's a little fishy, you know. Well, I know, I remember. Uh, Someone told me that with Google Maps, um, let's just just throw OJ out there for an example. So with OJ, they said they know he did it. Oh, he definitely did it. Because (laughs) (laughs) if you don't think OJ did it, then they said they know he did it because on Google Maps, they saw his car there at the time of the killings but at that time they couldn't just throw it out there because by then uh, privacy was a big thing and so the world didn't know that they were being spied on from Google Maps hmm. you know you, you imagine how they they catch certain criminals or Google Maps come on or or the NSA yeah. they did a lot of spying yeah. you guys remember Snowden <laughs> mm. yeah I mean I'm not a fan of Snowden but what he exposed was kind of crazy. NSA literally had the power to just spy on anybody and everybody that they wanted. Yeah, that's no, not even, even their allies. He's like my hero. He's still in Russia, right? Yeah, he yeah. is currently living in Russia. Um, I haven't heard about him too much in the news, but him and there's like one other 
computer, I guess, hacker. He's not really a hacker. He's more of like a script kitty, but yeah. they're looking for him as well. I can't remember his name. Oh, Julian Assange. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was a creator of Anonymous. I, I, WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks. That's yeah. what it was. Yes, yeah. thank you, thank yeah. you. WikiLeaks. Yeah, yeah apparently he put some pretty Eli. sensitive... And I love... Uh, what's, is he dead? Mm, I don't think so. No, I think he's still alive. Not yet. Yeah. Remember, he grew a beard. <laughs> and remember when they pulled him out the the place, the embassy that he was at, mm-hmm. they pulled him out and he had this crazy wild man's beard. I'm like, damn, he's, did he go crazy up in there? Because yeah. he stayed there for how long? He's been in a CIA black site for but, years. But he was in that embassy longer. Yeah, he had to stay in the embassy because like, the U.S. authorities couldn't touch him in the embassy. Yeah. That's why a lot of, you know, if you commit crime in another country i'm not recommending that you do this but if you do happen to commit a crime in another country run to your embassy yeah yeah if you can make it now i don't know what was the point of them where they were able to go in there and bring them out because this is what they did they went inside there and brought them out probably something to do with uh, extradition treaties so like when one country wants to extradite a criminal from another country they put a lot of political pressure on them um and you know obviously they've got to be allies you know like political pressure from the u.s to russia isn't really going to matter much i mean snowden's still there what kind of political pressure yes so i'm not really well versed in what they do but i do know that they apply some sort of pressure um like for one example this has nothing to do with who we've been talking about but um cartel killings mm. in mexico yeah um if they you know they get too rampant um they the u.s started putting pressure on mexico to actually do something about it uh, back when kiki camarina died mm-hmm. uh it was a dea agent and the largest back in the back in that time i think it was like 80s or 90s the largest mexican cartel actually killed him and mm-hmm. They couldn't really do anything because this cartel had so much power in the Mexican government, federal police. They wow. had so many people on their payroll. The uh, U.S. government actually started putting pressure on Mexico to actually do something about it. So they sent their own kind of teams to assist with who they thought was uncorrupt in the Mexican government. Wow. So the United States got that much power to, well, most of the countries can do that, like, We'll pull back on resources. Yeah, trade and stuff. Yeah, like uh, North Korea, they do them definitely. Yeah, like like say you make so much money off of trading with this country. We're going to cut halt all trading until you do this. It's yeah. it's kind of like an ultimatum, but yeah. you know, it just depends uh, how much each country trades with each other. Yeah, like hey, you got the cereal, but you ain't got the milk. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't get the milk unless you do this. <laughs> it's kind of like an old mafia move, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder is this guy dead the one they pulled out the embassy because I haven't heard anything else about him Julian Assange I don't know I can uh, try to look it up real quick well, let's google it let's I want to say that still he's alive. still he, uh, I want to say he's still out in the is he dead is he alive they don't talk about it anymore. they yanked him out the embassy he screamed he yelled and they threw him in the car and drove off that was it you know what's crazy is we had a VIP in today um and it, it, it's those people, those friend groups. Uh, I mean, they all know each other. Go ahead. The things they can do is is insane. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. So Julian Assange is not dead. Um, matter of fact, someone made a hoax. I guess viral 
social media posting that he was dead, but uh, someone has confirmed that that's not true. Okay, so he's, he's still alive. Yeah, Good. still dropping leaks on WikiLeaks. <laughs> Genius he was. Genius. Who was working for him while he was inside? He's sitting there at the embassy just... Yeah, everything. <laughs> not sure, man. I know, I know. He had to have he had to have some bargaining chips. I mean, they they took him. I think he did spend time in jail. And again, this is just like off the top of my head, if I can remember it. But I he had to have bargain with something. I don't know what it was. They wouldn't have just held him like, oh, we'll give you asylum for this long without you know anything beneficial. Unfortunately, that's the way the world works. Yeah, the countries right now. Is it safe to go anywhere in some of these countries right now, especially if you're an American and traveling right now? Remember we talked about that uh, last week. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, actually talking to this lady today. She was flying to Cabo, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I've always wanted to go to Cabo. My cousin's been there. You know, how is it? She says, oh, it's beautiful, but, you know, it could be unsafe. You're not really... uh, they don't recommend leaving the resort, which kind of sucks. Is like, cause if I travel somewhere, I'm like, dude, I want to go explore. Yeah. You know, I want to, I want to go check out, you know, all the local spots and all this stuff. But apparently, uh, yeah, no, it's it's not recommended. But you know that I like, that I would I would go to Puerto Rico. You know, I used to live there for years. Uh, Puerto Rico is very beautiful, and you know, when we went a couple times in the past. Uh, to revisit, we were walking all over the local spots. Like we we were exploring, and it was it was great. You know, we never felt unsafe. Puerto Rico's like not the same thing as I mean, Puerto Rico. I feel yeah. there's no danger. Yeah, that's I wouldn't ever be worried. I mean, I mean obviously, anywhere you go, you got you use common sense. Yeah. Don't yeah. be a dumbass. But. Yeah. <laughs> Don't walk around at 11 p.m. with your iPad out and playing live music. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, I mean, common sense stuff, but yeah. it's not like Mexico where, you know, you could end up dead. You see those uh, Americans who went down there to get um, discounted, I guess, plastic surgery or something, yeah. and they got ca- yeah. kidnapped midday, and I guess two of them, two of them died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was crazy. I'm like, man, you you really got to stay safe out there. It's not like the '70s anymore, where people used to just walk across the border from, you know, Texas to what's that? What's that city down there? It starts with a J. Django. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's the counter to. Oh my God, what this is gonna kill me? Oh my God, what is it called? Uh, I mean, uh, traveling like, like right now. I heard stories about, you know, just going to Mexico to visit, like, American, how you may get muscled for money just to leave there. I mean, Or just moving around there, period. If you value your life, you'll give them everything in your pockets. Because they just, you know, they they have nothing else to live for. Resorts would probably be your best, but if you get off the resort... It's like you're on your own. Yeah. You're definitely walking into the danger zone. And and they're good for plastic surgery down there, too. So yeah. It's pretty yeah. cheap medicine. People go there for like things that are discounted. Oh, very true. I know a lot of Americans that are uh, closer to Mexico instead of Canada, they go into Canada, too, Northern Americans. But, yeah, they go down to Mexico to get a lot uh, like, what's it called? Um, you know, medications, um, 
What's the medication for diabetics? What is it called? Insulin. Adderall. In- insulin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Uh, everybody on diabetes needs Adderall. Well, get that. Get that blood sugar up. Get that heart rate up. Oh yeah. Speaking of blood sugar, man. I'm trying to eat some good food soon. Oh no, bueno. I got some salad in there that tastes like booty hole. Yeah. You want that? I definitely don't. <laughs> I don't yeah. think you want that. Sixty dollar salad tastes like yeah. Five dollars. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I'm trying this uh, this mushroom supplement out. Um, it's a lion's, lion's mane. Lion's mane and. Mm. It was yeah. pretty good. Heard a lot of benefits about different types of mushrooms, cordyceps, yeah. lion's mane. I actually used to take lion's mane. Yeah, I tried it out and it's got um, 10 mushroom species inside of there. It's like they're all mixed. So Does it have the silly, <laughs> the silly sh- mushrooms? As I kept reading the ingredients, I did see a couple of... <laughs> Silly Simon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I think they had a bunch of brands. Uh, they had the capsules too, but I wasn't sure about the capsules. I said, I, I would just go for the powder. But I mixed it up, uh, blended it, I, I, I drank it, and it was pretty good. But the next day I woke up with a headache. I'm hoping that wasn't the side effect of it. But I, I had you, a headache. You gotta try it again. You know, <laughs> you should mushrooms and skydiving. Oh, yeah. That sounds pretty wild. Have yeah. you seen Valley Uprising? No. <laughs> Dude, that's a, that's an awesome, awesome uh, little documentary. <laughs> they uh, actually climb these big walls in Yosemite. And oh, yeah, you're telling me about that. They're on tabs. It's a, it's a cool story, man. You should watch it. What is it about? So it, it's basically about the history of rock climbing, mm-hmm. Yosemite. Uh, rock climbing's been there. You can, Some can even say... It was born there, big wall climbing, um, but it basically goes through the generations of climbers, like 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. People used to just live out there and camp and do nothing else but climb, and that was it, man. That was their lives. They literally just lived homeless in one of the beautiful, most beautiful national parks in the U.S., wow. and they perfected their climbing, and when rock climbing really was launched into the stratosphere and a lot mm-hmm. of people were getting hip to it, um, a lot of those climbers actually went from being homeless to making hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars each year because now they're sponsors. They want them to Climbing. sponsor them. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Um, Alex yeah. Honnold, he's famous for his free solo attempts on Half Dome and uh, El Capitan. Yeah, he, he lives in a van. Well, he used to, but, yeah, he makes just, a couple hundred thousand dollars. Just from that documentary alone, he made... And have you seen the documentary um, Free Free Solo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome wow. documentary. His girlfriend was like petrified, and he like blew her off. He didn't care the whole time. Yeah. Like, well, you got to follow your dreams, right? You can't not follow. <laughs> you can't not follow your dreams because you know your girl says, "Oh my God, I'm scared." <laughs> Isn't there a place here where you said we could go uh, like climbing? Maybe not like the Rock. Yeah. So there's a, a couple of uh, gyms here, and. Uh, in Dallas, and that's where I mean I haven't done too too much like exploring around. I'm sure there's some places you can go bouldering close to Oklahoma, but in terms of like a day trip, um, I've really got to do some more exploring around Dallas. I've just right. been so busy, you know, with my yeah. schedule now. That right. I mean, going to the gym is real easy. It's mm-hmm. you know accessible. I can just grab my right. my climbing shoes after work, my right. harness, throw them in my car right. on the way home, stop by the gym, but. Yeah, I wanna I wanna start getting uh, 
into some wild climbing. I need a crash pad so I can do some bouldering. That's definitely got to be a skill set, rock climbing. Oh, it's a strength conditioning. I mean, mm -hmm. that grip you have to have. Yeah. Oh, it's bonkers. Yeah. And it depends on the level that the, you climb at. But the you definitely beating into the rock, I'm scared. Tank, <laughs> <laughs> tank. Oh yeah. Well, they got they got power drills now that you can put up routes with. Just yeah. But what about the old school way? Start off that way. Oh yeah, no, the hammer and nail. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they used to do it. If you watch that documentary, man, it's crazy. These yeah. old geebers, goozers were climbing Half Dome, and they were literally just driving pitons into the rock, yeah. and that was all that that was all that they had, man. That reminds me of a movie called Cliffhanger with uh, Sylvester Stallone. You've oh seen. yeah, recently saw yeah. that. That is that that's an old movie. Yeah. You know that <laughs> you know that movie was actually based off of. A guy named Tommy Caldwell when he was climbing in Eastern Europe. Really? Uh, yeah. Apparently, some, I guess they were like freedom fighters or rebels rebelling against the government. They took them hostage up in the mountains and they made them go through all these crazy passes. And wow. at the end of it, uh, you know, one of them was standing near a ledge and he wasn't paying attention. And the climbers actually pushed him off the ledge. Wow. And get this, he survived. Years, years, years later, when Tommy Caldwell became insanely, you know, famous, that same guy, I guess, met up with them and told him that he didn't have any hard feelings about it because, I guess, he was like, yeah, I know what position you're in, blah, 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 but it's a crazy story, man. Wow. So that movie is something similar to that? It's it's based off of uh, Tommy Cald Caldwell's experience. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's where they got the idea from. It's yes. kind of crazy. They, like, there's really no more original ideas in Hollywood. Definitely not. They just think of like insane yeah. stories. Of, oh, that this really happened. This would be a good movie. Yeah. They add their special touches to it, and and then they run with it and sell it to us, and we end up falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey, so, Otho, are you excited? Are, are we jumping Thursday, man? Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't go without us, man. I'll be really. I sad. almost did it yesterday. I, I, I. It was about nine o'clock, and I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm laying there, and I'm, 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 I'm going through the search of what I want to do, what time. I'm looking at the schedule. It said one thirty. I said one thirty. It's going down. And then when I show the guys I can do it without them, I'm brave, I can do it, I can See, do it. We know you can do oh, it. We, dude, I definitely have a lot of... I, 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 I know you can do it. I believe you can do it. <laughs> we just want to see you. We just, we just want to go with you, you know? It's like it's like a, a picnic or going to the amusement park. You don't want to go by yourself and be like, oh, I rode the biggest ride. You want to go with your friends yeah. and, you know, have an amazing experience all together. My psychological of taking that first step, Cody, out the plane, the drop, <laughs> it's, it's what I'm afraid of. How is my stomach and guts going to feel? Stay up or stay down? You want to know a fun fact is that, um, you know, most people don't die from the, uh, land, from the landing. They die from the fall by having a heart attack halfway down. Wow. Yeah, so think about that when you jump out the plane. Okay, yeah. <laughs> We're going to go to a commercial. What was that commercial? As long, <laughs> as, long as uh, you keep calm, everything will be all right. But... No, we don't want to think about dying. Yeah. No, you're not going to. Yeah. Well, look, the Six Flags ride. I know this is funny talking about Six Flags, but 
When I'm on those rides there, I hold my scream inside. I'm screaming like hell inside. Outside, you wouldn't be able to tell. Inside, I'm screaming my ass off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I, I get it, man. I mean, I was screaming on the inside last last time I went. But I, I couldn't scream on the outside. Yeah. You just can't hear yourself. You just got to, you know, remember to breathe through your nose, keep a clear yeah. mind, yeah. focus on nothing. Fo- yeah, focus on nothing but, you know, the few things that you need to perform on. Right. And I was checking out the prices. Definitely the inflation is doing some crazy shit, man. Yeah, da- skydiving in Dallas is extremely expensive. Yeah, like back at the drop zone I used to work at, it was not that expensive. You you yeah. could go with video for like half of what it is now. Yeah. But I guess they yeah. got a monopoly on on the area. Yeah, they got to get they get their money back in this high inflation. The cost, everything's costing. It's crazy when you think about inflation, right? If you don't get a raise each year. Say like inflation raises by ten percent. You're literally taking a ten percent pay cut. Like that's what it is. You know, I had a, a young man told me one time. He said uh, it was like a couple of years ago. He said, "Why would they even try to raise the minimum wage? Like raise it? It's not going to do any good." Because he's saying that it's you're going to still spend that money. Everything's going to be so high. So it's, you're really not keeping up with it. It's a cycle effect. It's vicious. It's just like when you get that raise, you know, you'd be surprised what a couple of dollars will do. It'll jump in the next tax bracket, and mm-hmm. you'll be making less than right. if you were stayed, you know, at that original uh, salary. You know, that's hourly. Obviously, um, salary, obviously, you get a raise, too, and those are usually pretty substantial. But, um, yeah, it's crazy what a little salary or bump will do, and... Throw you around. Yeah, like the the inflation right now, they're uh, showing some of the, the the rates, the percentages. Like, you know, mm. the cost of just just living. Like, you know, uh, I look at Texas as the next California. Oh yeah, it's I mean, eventually, dude. If you think about it, everything's gonna be too expensive. I mean, you know, you're always gonna have. You're always going to have states that have got, you know, lower cost of housing and stuff like that. But as the human population on Earth grows, it's just going to get more expensive, more expensive. More expensive. I mean, I've been in Dallas for about five years. Right When I first moved here, I was looking at apartments. Mm-hmm. For an average one-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment, mm-hmm. it was around 1000 bucks, 1100 right. And that's in a good neighborhood. You don't want to be in a bad neighborhood. Right. And now I'm paying about thirteen hundred. Yeah. So like just in a couple of years, it, it's already raised like two hundred. And in like a couple more years, what is it going to be at fifteen hundred? Fifteen hundred. That's um, what we're going through in Florida. Yeah. I mean, it was insane how hard Definitely to get a a decent apartment. Yeah. Anywhere near fifteen hundred. Most two bedroom apartments going for two thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. It was. It's insane. Florida is. The cost out there is just horrible. I thought California was. No, Florida is not. It's gone up. I mean, we got all these New Yorkers coming in, Mm -hmm. uh, the Northeast, uh, people from California, and they're starting to come in, and it's insane how many people What are these people running? Where are they running from? They're they're running from (laughs) expensive (laughs) cost of housing. And and it's kind of ironic because, you know, so many people flock to buy affordable housing but then like the cost of living in those areas end up rising because they went there you know it's it's a little bit ironic right it's very expensive um 
when I first moved here, it was around 20, uh, 2011, and uh, two bedroom was only 950. And this was in a nice suburban area. So imagine me, probably what, eight years ago to your five years, how everything just, Mm-hmm. Just went up. Keeps raising. Yeah. That's one of my goals to uh, be a remote remote worker. You know, I could live yeah. anywhere and save up a ton of money. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's cool being around, being by things. I just want to move out to the Rockies, you know, right. snowboarding, rock climbing, mountain biking. You know, I, now that I'm the age that I'm at now, I prefer, I, you know, I like going out still and drinking, right. but doing that, you know, every day of the weekend, you know, multiple times a week, it just, it gets, it gets a little boring. Yeah, I would imagine me, myself, uh, moving somewhere away from the big city, and maybe that would change my perception of buying things. You live somewhere where you don't have to worry about those things that, you know, you may need. That could kind of like cut a great cost of you spending more money when you can live somewhere when you just got trees, squirrels, birds, a garden. I ain't got to work. I ain't got nature, to work. man. I love nature. What you gonna spend out there? You can't spend anything out there. You can you start just, your own integrity. Yeah. Farm. Yeah, just, integrity weed. Yeah, just, just live Live very you. modestly. I like that. That's my goal too, you know. Yeah, but I think land right now, land is so important right now. Property-wise, there, it's getting bought and it's almost going to the, the higher bidder who's gonna buy it, especially mm-hmm. here in Texas when it That's comes to. why you buy land in the, out west, land's for the most part pretty cheap, so just go out there, buy some land, hold on to it, Right. guarantee in the next five, 10 years, yeah. you're gonna get a pretty high bid for that piece of land. Yeah, very just true. buy land, and you can start $10,000. Right. Go there and just buy a piece of land, you don't have to do anything with it, just hold right. it. You never yeah. know, there might be oil in there. Too. Yeah. It's a good yeah. investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to look for land here in Texas that got oil on it. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. West it. Texas got a ton of oils. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, real big out here. But I was talking to someone today about uh, them buying a home, but they were saying that it's just costing too much and they're taking the higher bidders, you know, who's going to spend that money. And this is people from out of town that's doing this. So it's kind of weird just to know that people are leaving other states and they're they're migrating you know into other states and it's just just weird like what what could they be running from like, opportunity they're not run- well some of them might be running for something some people <laughs> might be running towards something running from the law yeah <laughs> yes it's, it's got the rich the rich person's mind on how they're thinking with their money they're just just it's not opportunities. Yeah, opportunities you start making a little money and you yeah. start looking at opportunities there's this game i grew up playing um rich dad poor dad um the author of the book came up with this game uh, called the rat race and it's like monopoly but a little bit more intense and the game would take us about five hours mm-hmm. and it really teaches you about how uh to look for opportunities um and building up your assets and kind of limit your liabilities and it really dumbs it down just enough where you're learning and you're you get your mind thinking in a different way and i swear playing that game three or four times mm-hmm. it i was looking at life totally different like okay that's an opportunity you could take and that's another opportunity okay that looks like a liability you know and even in small purchases you could see okay there's an opportunity there to make money and yeah like my videography you know right growing up doing that and 
uh, Florida. Yeah. Um, I never used it, but I got my ordained minister license. Right. Um, poops and giggles, but I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm already filming weddings. Yeah. What if I became an ordained minister? You know, yeah. most people wouldn't want that, but you know, have the complete package. Yeah, opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Opportunity. It's there. That's I still special. have it. It's never gone. But I'm gonna marry you guys today. You look <laughs> and good. I'm gonna film your wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty smart. Yeah, yeah, just looking at opportunities and everything. Yeah. You know, it takes money to make money. Yeah, you got to be ready to jump on opportunities. You really, because yeah. you might not get the same opportunity ever, ever again. Yeah. So don't be afraid. You know. Yeah. That that's like one key takeaway is you know. A lot of people are afraid to fail, but you know, a lot of people who are successful have failed many, many times. Many times, lost. And that kind of goes back to you find the most peace or mm. the greatest feelings and successes when you step out of your comfort zone. Yeah, like skydiving. <laughs> but you just step out of that comfort zone. Be or get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right. Be all you can be. Right. Definitely. I think uh, there was a place that you were talking about you want to move back to. Um, uh, I don't think you have plans of being here too long, right? Well, in terms of, of long term, I guess it all really depends on your perspective. Wait, can but we introduce? I don't think we introduce ourselves. Who's talking right now? Oh, I'm 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 Dover. 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 Dumper. 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 His name's Dumper. I'm I'm Jake. So I'm if you can piece together the voices. I'm Tyler. Nice to meet you, fan. I'm just old Dumper. One fan. We got Otha. I'm just old Dumper. We got we got Otha, Jacob, and Tyler. So yeah, so Tyler, tell us about your plans here. <laughs> so basically I'm going to go ahead and finish uh, this IT security program that I'm doing and then after that uh, I'm going to try to transfer to a different location somewhere out in the Rockies you know where I can do a lot of the sports that I like to yeah. on the weekends after yeah. work and all that stuff and then hopefully get land an entry level job in right. some sort of cybersecurity role Yeah. but yeah in terms of long term I'm if I had to guess, and you know, life is never set in stone, stuff could yeah. change on a dime, yeah. I'd probably spend another two, two and a half years, three years tops um, here in Dallas. Yeah, do, would you guys, do you guys ever plan or think about planning, like planning in your, your life or what's your next move, or are you sure about making that move, and you know, is that something that you, you think of sometime in your life, as in living and just knowing that this place here, like when I left California, I knew where it was heading. I just knew, so I knew I knew staying there was gonna be a bit too much for me, and I didn't want to end up somewhere like maybe on Skid Row. You know, yeah. as possibility I could have been on Skid Row. Yeah. Um, but just planning ahead, just to make keep your life, you know, at ease and not struggling. I think it's always good to have you know some sort of plan. Um, maybe you don't go step by step with that plan. You right. might have, you know, different kind of, I guess, different challenges that yeah. come in and you adjust your plan. But right. I think in the long term, you know, I've got a plan. I might not get there how I think I'm going to get there, but, right. you know, eventually I'm going to try my hardest to get there. Now, do you guys look at the economics in places before you move there? 
Yes. Abs- yeah. A- absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. I don't want to move to some place and you know <laughs> live in the poverty line, you know, <laughs> no. like California. No. I, I mean, California yeah. is, uh, looks like a very cool state. A lot it of is. awesome stuff to do out there. But yeah, um, I know one thing: the salary that I have right now would definitely be eating ramen noodles every night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, brain knows back. Definitely uh, top ramen. I already eat ramen noodles every night. <laughs> <laughs> what kind do you eat? Beef or chicken? Chicken all the way. All the dude. way. Chicken. <laughs> I don't know how people eat the shrimp, man. Beef is beef is yeah. cool, but yeah. beef with a little sriracha. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I always add stuff to my ramen, man. I'll never eat that shit straight up. I'll just chop up some vegetables, cook yeah. it, like you know, grill a chicken, chop yeah. up the chicken, really make it. You know, yeah. not restaurant worthy, but right. Yeah, Tire Dude, worthy. I know some people like, and my ex did this. She straight up bit the ramen noodle crazy chunk. chips. With, yeah, yeah. I was, I looked at her like she was crazy. I'm like, oh my god, how the fuck? How? I don't understand. Like, that cannot taste good. It doesn't even have the seasoning on it. <laughs> the seasoning on that stuff is crazy. How much yeah. sodium? Yeah, on it's bomb.com. It's like nine hundred. Yeah. Milligrams are like a thousand, fifteen hundred. I saw uh, a professional uh, bodybuilder out there in California. He's real famous. He was eating those, and he said the sodium caused his blood to get so high it almost caused him to have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. He was just eating those every day. Back in the nineties, they were straight pop college students, straight popular to eat those. Mm. I mean, I mean, when when I was in college, that's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most definitely. It gets the yeah. job done. Yeah. No, I, 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 yeah. I think a lot of people will still eat that, you know, oh, in college. Yeah. I yeah. love ramen. Super cheap. No, I, I don't either. You got to check out the uh, Asian markets around here in Dallas. They've got, yeah. uh, instead of like the, what is it called? Marachun something. I don't know. Yeah. The, yeah, the yeah basic yeah. brand. But right. yeah, they've got these big kind of like strip malls that have got giant like asian stores mm-hmm. and they sell a bunch of asian food yeah and it's good man they've got a lot of uh you know different types of ramen noodles pho yeah. you know different types of seasonings and it's actually really cool i don't want to be um like a douchebag but actually it's pronounced pho. Pho. <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah i had this ramen it was uh world's spiciest ramen mm. and in reality, it's, I think, maybe 10,000 Scoville units, so, like, a little bit hotter. Maybe two times as hot as a yeah. jalapeno. Ghost pepper. Ghost pepper is, like, a 2 million Scoville units. Wow. So, that'll light your butthole on wow. fire. But even death. that, two times spicy, me and my buddy would do it all the time. Yeah. Oh, I had an exam the next day. I ate it. Oh. Oh, I was tired. <laughs> my stomach is currently. I was oh, no. sweating, sweating. It took a day for that to really process. Yeah. Oh, it was nasty. I was sweating. This is when you just take a massive laxative and just get, get it out of the way. <laughs> I'm tired of this. Take a laxative with a sleeping pill. Yeah. See which one is first. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I find myself just eating something just too many times and then it becomes like, yeah, I have to withdraw from it. Like uh, lately, and I hope people don't get mad. I've been eating cheese every day. I'm already mad. Like every day, and and I go back to the store and buy the same cheese again. I'm eating this cheese every day, and I know I'm addicted to it because I keep buying it, and I'm buying it, and I'm, I'm like I'm losing the taste of it now. Mm. But I love it. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of cheese are you eating? What's your uh, favorite cheese? 
it's a cheddar cheese, but they're they're, they're in the squares. Hmm. But I buy them every day and I eat them. But lately, I've been like, yeah, I need to pull back from them because I don't want to overdo it. Like I overdo it. Like you indulge too much in it, uh-huh. it just starts to be a bad side effect. Too much of anything can be really bad for you. I mean, this yeah. guy was running a marathon and drank too much water, and he like quite <laughs> literally died from drinking too much water. <laughs> I like that one chick who there's a water drinking contest to win a wee, uh-huh. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, she died. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Her cells literally couldn't hold the water. I would not risk for a fucking weed. <laughs> <laughs> for weed? Yeah. Weed. So now I'm switching to the, the greens that you introduced me to. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice and healthy for you, man. Yeah. So. Can you uh, give us the name of that or is that top secret? Uh, that I am not going to advertise for free because... <laughs> They haven't paid us, but if you're listening, it is a superfood that rhymes with amazing ass. Yeah, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. I I I, I eat it every day. Oh, <laughs> you eat that amazing ass every, every day. Oh, day. The grass <laughs> every day. <laughs> but so the the, the grass. It's a great supplement. It's just powder. It's not actually ass. <laughs> it's not actually ass. It's, it's a supplement of powder. Hey, um, I'm not even going to lie, bro. I, I eat some ass. If she's bad, bro, I'll eat, I'll eat that ass. <laughs> like after work? Or no, like no, after the shower. shower. Fuck okay. that, dude. Fuck that. If my family's listening, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Man. Sorry, Mom. Yeah. Please yeah. don't shun me. We're going to have to dad. probably have to edit that out. Uh, get that out of there. Yeah. We're going to edit that out? Nah, I got it. Raw, uncut. Yeah. Okay, if both of them wants to edit it out, man, yeah. man, chop it up, chop and screw it. Yeah, yeah, chop and screw it up. Chopped and screw. But So I got the, the mushrooms, and I was looking at all these different variety packages that they had. They had one mushroom uh, package, I didn't get the name of it, but it was for energy. So they like they got mushroom for energy. Is there a such thing as a mushroom for energy? Yeah. I mean, on a very basic level, any type of food you eat is going to give you energy. Yeah. Those carbohydrates turn into energy, and your body uses that to keep yeah. going. Yeah. But in terms of just straight energy, um, I'm not aware. And, you know, I haven't done a lot of research on the subject, but, you know, there could be a type. Yeah. Do you know what the name of it is? I didn't get the name, but... I'm seeing a lot of people uh, chopping up mushrooms now, and they use these mushrooms because they find that these mushrooms kind of help the body, um, mm-hmm. fights cancer and other elements in your body. So I'm going towards more uh, mushrooms now, as in um, uh, growing them. I have a friend that grows them, and they're, he's eating them now. He just showed me his first batch. That he cooked, I showed yeah, you today. Show it looks pretty gross. good. Dude, you know there's a uh, type of mushroom out there, and I can't remember the name, but it's almost as valuable as gold in terms wow. of, like... Truffle weight? Yeah, truffles, mm-hmm. dude. Truffles, really? They, are, they cost so much wow. money. If you have, like, a certain type of truffle, too. Yeah, and you have to have pigs sniff them out. It's, I think they, have, they do it in France. Are you yeah. serious? Pigs? Yeah, pigs, we gotta, gotta sniff them out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had them, but I want to try them. Pigs? Oh, yeah, I've... Uh, I've had it at a restaurant, and they make oils for it. My dad has that, and I've tried that before. So. Really? Very cool. How did it taste? You, it's not worth the price, I'll say that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, 
when I when I tried it, I didn't know that's the kind of oil it was. And okay. um, when I found out, I was like, oh, it's good. Yeah. You know, it's not anything that blew my mind. Right. No, but having how, the whole trouble itself. How expensive was it? Was it like I can an arm and a leg? An arm and a leg. Just an arm. It's well, seeing that the packages of mushrooms that they had, these are supplements. I was looking at all the prices, and each bag I was looking at was like 30 bucks. You take one scoop, you know, as like the greens, mm -hmm. but they're scoops. But 30, 30 bucks, the greens I saw there at Sprouts, 40 bucks. Oh, nice. So if, if, you're, if you're getting into mushrooms, you should check out uh, this brand called Mudwater. Okay. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah, it's, it's like the supplement to coffee. Yeah, but you, you, it's a substitute. You can a substitute and drink it. It's a lot of different uh, mushroom, you know, different types of mushrooms in there for yeah. energy and all this stuff. And oh. when I guess that that's the evidence right there. I mean, yeah. it's a substitute for coffee. Then it's got some of those mushrooms got to be giving you energy. Yeah, definitely. So, so I, I didn't know Sprouts went this far as in what they sell. And if you go to Sprouts and check out everything that they have there is kind of like they have actual things in there that you could actually use i mean if you're trying to stay healthy with yourself sprouts or any whole food store is a place to be i want to check out sprouts i haven't been sounds like there's a lot of good stuff in there oh, is yes. it expensive uh it's okay look take a hundred dollars you should be good all righty you know about right don't take 50 take a hundred <laughs> What about 99? 99.99. Take 100. <laughs> You're going to need that extra dollar tax. Definitely. Definitely tax. Yeah. You're going to need then that. You might be able to get a dollar mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try it. As a matter of fact, I'm going to show it to you. Um, um, it's a, just a whole variety of them. And I was amazed at what they had in there. And uh, the peels. I don't know about peels. A capsule peel in the mushroom. Format. I don't know if I want to take something that would timely slow release into my system. I want to just get it into the gut and get it over with. Yeah, most of the time, any of those pills, you have to be taking them for a couple of weeks for it to really see any benefit. Um, so, you know, that's if you're really curious, you know, either journal throughout uh, in the right. South today. Right. And then notice over, you know, two weeks, usually two weeks a month, that's when you can see. And obviously they probably come in a, in a bottle of 30 so yeah you have to buy two bottles really. right yeah it's like antibiotics too you know you got to take it for a certain amount of time for it actually to be effective yeah definitely the and then continue to take them yeah, yeah. just to ensure yeah. that the infection is gone yeah <laughs> do you know that a lot of people don't think like that or think that because we would take one pill say, ah, i'm cured i'm good yeah Oh no! You could really like, especially when you're taking antibiotics for an infection. Yeah. If you take like two or three pills instead of the entire set, yeah. that bacteria can come back and multiply and be resistant towards right. that type of antibiotic. So it's right. very, very dangerous to not take, you know, everything that you have regarding I, antibiotics. I came across an article years ago. It was Bootsy Collins. Uh, his, uh, one of his relatives had a bad toothache. So he goes to the emergency room. They prescribe him pain meds and antibiotics. They actually gave him the prescriptions. So he goes to the pharmacy and he gives them 
one prescription that he needed. He only gave them the med. He wanted the pain med. So he took the pain med, but he still died not knowing that the problem was the infection. Mm, yeah. But yeah, he couldn't afford the, the second prescription, so he only bought the one that he thought that was the best one, which was the pain med. Oh, he couldn't afford it? He couldn't afford both. Well, damn, dude, I think I'd go with the antibiotics. Yeah, no matter how, antibiotics. Yeah, <laughs> no matter how good those pain yeah. meds are, dude. Yeah, the infection is the uh, the pain, the pain that, you know, that the, from the toothache. You want to kind of like slow that infection down. Pain meds come afterwards. Dying from a toothache. Yeah, dying from That's a toothache. That's common. What a, what a way to go. Like yeah. back from the dead. Yeah, he'll, he'll definitely go into the annals of history. Yeah. It was crazy. I was just reading this article out of nowhere. I'm like, Boosie Collins, relative died of a toothache? Yeah, infection. So it happened. Well, I'm glad I haven't had infection in a long time, man. Uh, I got my tonsils ripped out a long time ago. And that was painful. But I haven't had too many throat infections since. <clears throat> Woo! Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Let's start the show. <laughs> Guys, we're just we're fucking around with the board right here, seeing what we got. Oh yeah, might have to turn it up a little bit. Ooh, that sounds like a uh, that sounds like Michael Myers. <laughs> I'm gonna walk at one miles per hour and then eventually kill everybody in this. Town. <laughs> oh, the sounds. Do you know that you can actually put your own sounds in here? That would be sweet, dude. Yeah. We gotta we gotta set yeah. up a soundboard with yeah. a lot of a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Where do you download those sounds from? Uh, I believe you can go online with the software, and um, you can uh, enter your own sounds in here. Like um, when we're loading it up, these buttons here, mm -hmm. we can change these sounds out of there and put oh, our own sweet. sound in there. Yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah. We, we should definitely check that out. Yeah, man. we could mess around a little bit. Yeah, we could put do some that. of your GarageBand tunes on it. Yes, there you go. I record everything off GarageBand. Love it. <laughs> I love it. That's a cool little app, man. We yeah. used to sit in class and just yeah fuck around and make a bunch of music and beats yeah. and stuff. It was a lot of fun. One night I was just playing with it, and then all of a sudden I started applying my voice to it. <laughs> Banger. <laughs> I started recording with it. I, <laughs> I said, I think I got an album right now. I'm doing, but you can record with it. GarageBand is actually good. Uh, there's another uh, audio recorder you could use too. Is it Odyssey? Odyssey. Odyssey, yes. That's another recording uh, uh, app you could use too. Actually, that's good too. I'm pretty sure the glitches is out of that one now, but the uh, GarageBand is the best because it's, it's just simple, it's easy. Just do your thing, plug in your tunes, and you're good to go. All right, well, we are going to have to uh, go. Uh, do you know what, what's the time? What are we at right now? We're probably over an hour right now. Okay. Wow, well, look at us. It's yeah. time to end the We're show. Cool. Over an hour. This is Otha, Tyler, and Jacob checking out. Checking out. <laughs>